0: to the inaugural episode of the very first episode Cat! episode of the Smelly Cat podcast, the only podcast that stars us two, two smelly cats. Wow, well, this shirt did start off pretty fucking stupid, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you're We're new here, on. which is everyone, everyone who's watching this is new here, this is the first episode. I am Jen, you may know me from the wildly successful YouTube series. Fuck, I forgot <laughs> it. Fundy Fridays, where I talk about different aspects of Christian fundamentalism while I do my makeup. And this I is. I am Gwen. This is Gwen. She <laughs> is my best friend. We met when we were nine years old, and we never stopped, despite what the haters will tell you. The haters being me and my diary. Um, and we started to start a podcast because everybody was asking for one. And you know what? You guys are always And we're two
1: guys with opinions. Pretty much. All right.
0: This is a podcast all about how women are horrors and men are truly the alpha and they like to- You know what? Side tangent. Okay. While we're we're podcasting. All right. Are you aware of the Omegaverse? I don't think so. You know what Fresh and Fit is,
1: right? No. That is the (laughs) Women Are Horrors podcast. Okay. Well, the Omegaverse is not- (laughs) Is that, it's like Sigma males or something? Is that what that is? No! What is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's a oh, damn it! <laughs> what? It's an entire universe of fiction where wolves have sex with humans, and Uh, there are omegas and alphas, and they have, like, they rut, and they have, like... Oh, what does that mean? Funny you should ask. Well, anyways, I just thought that was funny because of all these alpha males calling themselves that, and I was like, it's funny because you guys are, like, talking about sex with wolves, but I promise we'll get to that, okay? I promise. (laughs) We decided to start a podcast because everybody was asking for me to start one with James, and I swear, guys, you think you want to hear more from him, and you don't. Okay. He has a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. <laughs> uh, and Gwen is really funny and smart. And I mean, you'll get to know her, but we're pretty much... Not anymore. We we have our own personalities now. Mm-hmm. But we used to be... Uh, Like, what's it? Down to the core, we're pretty much the same person. Yeah, just slightly different fonts. I'm in bold when it's an italic. Yeah. But, uh, yes, we'll be talking about on this podcast, every episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about the history of our friendship because we've been friends for 19 years. Next year, we'll probably do something big and special for our 20th anniversary. We'd like to tell a little bit of, like, a segment of our friendship every episode because it is really funny because we were both and still are very awkward people. So we have lots of funny stories. Um, We certainly were not cool. Um, And we have lots of interesting life stories to talk about, as well as we'll talk about current events. You know, I gotta get the clickbait in there. Maybe we'll do some reactions, we'll do some crafts, we might do some vlog. Um, It's a variety show. Variety show, yes. What I'd really like to point, get this across in the first five minutes, this show is all a ruse. This is all a cleverly orchestrated thing to try and get to be friends with Brittany Broski, Sarah Shower, and most importantly, Trixie Mattel, I'm coming for you.
1: Uh, also, Hassan, s- let me
0: fuck. <laughs>
1: Ethan and Hila, please adopt me.
0: Trixie, my my boyfriend slash fiance is bisexual. Please, whoa. Anything you want, (laughs) as long as I as long as I get in that house and let me touch some Barbies. Yeah. Trixie, I have a pregnant Barbie. Do you want a pregnant Barbie? Oh my god! Can you imagine? That would be amazing. I feel like Kachi would love that. Oh my god! She would like dismember the fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So first off, the Smelly Cat Podcast. That's a hefty phone. Yeah, it's from Case Go to CaseDefine.com slash Fundy Friday. Hey, we're so not sponsored yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we're called the Smelly Cats because when we were 9 or 10, we had a little band. Mm-hmm. And we called ourselves the Smelly Cats, named after the episode of Friends, where Phoebe sings the song Smelly Cat. We had a logo for our band that was ripped off of Emily the Strange. Yep. Um, and we did write a couple songs. Other emos, you know. I think just, if people know that, it's time for a night cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need percent. to start, uh, uh, what's it called? Sludging? That's not right. Slicking? slime No, I think slicking is an S- Omega slug- Bird sling. Slug? Slugging! It's where you... Snail trail! It's where you rub yourself and vacillate every night. Reminds me of that, uh,
1: Always Sunny episode.
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> I just wanna be pure. God, what am I gonna do about this? I played keyboard, and Gwen played guitar, um, and it was a lot of, uh... Yelling. How many of you are familiar with the episode of Family Guy where oh. <laughs> where Lois and Peter think they're playing music on acid and they're just like screaming?
1: That's how. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> we grew up in the two thousands um, and nineties and two thousands. Whatever. I want my! I want my cred. If I have to turn 30, you guys have to hear about it. Yep. Um, yeah, so we have lots of footage. Um, of eventually, I'd like to bring in... Because um, I'm a hoarder. I come from a long tradition of hoarding. And um, I have, like, all the songbooks from our band. And I have, like, oh, scrapbooks that I've made. And we used to make each other little zines. Oh, bitch, I got the... Sh- I have two... Both Bibles. That's the shitty Bible. <laughs> it was our version.
1: Yeah, we made up a religion. It was a rock and roll religion. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very cringe and I'd love to share it with all of you. Yeah, so not just one, but two Scheibels. There are diaries, maybe we'll read some of those. There's a lot of
0: childhood drama in there.
1: I think, I'm not sure if I have the OG, the one where I thought
0: I was a horse. Your- your original, original diary? Yeah. That's something I always worried about as a kid, because i am just always been anxious. I'm like, someone's gonna- one day, my diary's gonna be in a landfill, and somebody's gonna read it, and they're gonna know that I masturbated when I was eight. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was- oh my god, I remember- that used to be my biggest secret of life. I remember-, wow. I remember. <laughs> Those were simpler times back then. Well, I remember going to, like, the tippy top of the slide tower. Okay. And we were, like, telling our secrets. I can't remember what theirs was. Oh, no. But I was like, i sex with myself. And they were like, gooped, gag, shocked. <laughs> oh my I god! I thought I had invented something. I was like, I was like, have you heard about those guys? You could actually, you know. All right, guys, I think I may have just found a side hustle that has huge potential to earn money, and nobody's doing it.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess I was pretty, I didn't talk about anything at all. But I'm learning that maybe that's works. normal. Maybe I overshared. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, or maybe I was repressed. Who knows? We were both extremely awkward and, mm. uh, did not have, uh, parental uh, supervision. Lacky kids.
0: <laughs> <gets>. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we met, Gwen, you're not, you're not from here. I'm not from around these parts.
1: I'm from Escanaba, Michigan, originally, and... That's not the accent, it's the opposite. It's
0: not. All right, I'm well, from Escanaba, Michigan, though. So, Gwen used to be from the North, Yeah. And, uh... We had a radio show as children. I recorded it on my karaoke machine, which you will. We have here with of. us today. Yeah. Um, and on it, you can tell like it's so cool how language develops and accents and stuff. Because when I first met Gwen, I had the fucking Uber accent because of because of you. So on the tape, you literally can't tell the difference. Yeah, it's weird. and like we get like that now when we talk to each other. Our voices start to like morph, and like yeah. I get James will tell me he'll be like. You guys sound super fucking deep. Like, he's. When me and you were together, it's like, oh, oh <gasps> No, it's literally oh, always been like that. It. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I wonder so if that's. If that's gotta be some sort of, like, age regression. But, like, in a good way. Maybe. Is it? Maybe we feel safe. I don't know. I think all humans do that. Yeah, because yeah, now that you notice it, so you'll not be able to turn it off. But, like. You yeah. still say bag sometimes.
1: Yeah, sometimes. will do that shit. Root beer, apparently, Ooh. is weird.
0: Zootnaboot from boot no. is like a Canadian thing. Well, where you're from in Michigan was so upper Michigan is, is like out. its own fucking world. It's not Oh yeah. I used to say pop. I don't do that anymore. Do we say so is it soda in the
1: Midwest? Soda. I say sodi pop. Usually. Sody pop. Give me a sody pop. Or a
0: root beer. Pasties. Yeah? So that's candy or cookies or something, right? Fuck Are no. They? They're like a meat pie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, when They're you guys were talking good. about them when we were little, I literally was like, I thought, because I was overly sexualized, I thought you were talking about fucking pasties. pasties. Yeah, I know. And of course, your mom was like, oh, oh, I don't want to get oh. into it, it. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. This is, not, this is the first episode, we cannot, we're not gonna trauma, trauma dump up yet. Up. Not yet! So Glenn came in here in like third grade, we mm-hmm. officially became friends in fourth grade, we had the same teacher, and we were two of four extremely tall adult-sized ch- children. So we all hit puberty and were very tall for our ages, and we stood out like a sore thumb. Anyway, they were a tall remember. bitches. Yeah. Everybody eventually caught up, but we were literally in fourth grade. I yeah. started my period when I was eight years old. I think there's a whole movement of millennials and younger and older um, trying to reclaim their childhood. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe we... You have so, an inner child
1: and you need to... Uh,
0: I think a lot about Jojo Siwa talking about how people tell her she needs to grow up, but she's like, I'm well, not she's 18, but she's like, I'm only 16. Jojo Siwa is only 18 years old? Yeah. I did not know that. She just turned 18. And she was like, people are telling me to grow up. Why can't I do bows and little girly stuff? I 16 is still a child. Well, I wonder if, like, we were pressured to grow up or, like, act more mature because we were physically the size of adults. Even though, like, I watch our tapes when we're, like, 12 and 13. We're still playing with They're Barbies. They're hard to tell you something right now. You're about to blow my mind.
1: We were forced to grow up because we had to take care of ourselves. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but we were also big. We were very... Aesthetically, we were, yes, we were just big, awkward children. Well, anyway, <laughs> we had each other. Yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, little did we know. Like, we both looked stupid, but little did we know. We also had the same trauma, pretty much. Similar, yeah. Similar then trauma. We
0: trauma bonded together. Yeah. That's I mean, great. I found X Men, you know. Oh, yeah. So, fourth grade, we started hanging out on the swings and we would hang out because the uh, like, popular, like, Thing everybody was obsessed with in fourth grade was Foursquare. Mm-hmm. All a- the cool kids played it, and you had to have friends, so. And there was like eight- it was like two ends- they really tried to separate us, it was weird! They had the two ends of the playground that was like for like third grade classes A through D, and then like D through whatever, like remember? And then they'd have- kind of. On each side, and then in the middle was like the demarcation zone of fucking Foursquare. I think so, yeah. Cause it was like teams, that. cause we got split up the next year because we talked too much. Oh my god, yeah. So we were on the same team, and now look, they try to keep us apart, now look at us. Yeah, that's right. God, I
1: have a very vivid memory of like, me waiting out in the hallway, waiting for D.A.R.E. to be over, because oh. I didn't go to D.A.R.E. And that was like the only time I saw you. Okay, after so we got D.A.R.E. Scared.
0: I didn't want to be in D.A.R.E., so I did have an obsession with drugs as a child. But it's because of media that I was watching. I remember getting And in we got into like time. punk really early. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. So it's like, I was just curious about it. I didn't That's start... what euphoria is now. Don't no, show literally. your children. Yeah. I didn't start doing any drugs until like the yeah, I was 17. Mean, so it's like, it was fine. But anyway, um, we were obsessed with drugs. So, and now I think it's. 100% punk rock that we didn't do dare. But I can understand why my teacher took me aside and asked me if there was problems at home. Eee. Because it was we're the only two. Yeah. We're not even in the same class. And these two students managed to both be, like, anti-DARE. It was weird, but anyway, so yeah. I got to sit out and, like, read a book. Which, now I'm like, I think it would have been funny to go to DARE and, like, I would have had a t-shirt and I could have made fun of that. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it was just weird, but, I don't know. DARE is fucked up, so I'm glad we didn't go. Yeah. It just was funny. I was like... We we had the right idea, but the wrong execution, because we were very much, like, anti-establishment and, like, fuck the man, but we didn't quite understand We it. didn't,
1: yeah. We, we knew
0: surface level. But I do think our school was fucked
1: up. Oh, dude, yeah, no. That was weird. That
0: was a weird school. Like, the tension was like, we had to walk on the third tile, specifically, couldn't couldn't touch touch the the wall like, Like, they would be like, if you're just standing around, why don't you, uh, clean off some skid marks on the floor or whatever. I remember they'd be like, if you're in the gym and you see a mark on the floor, take your, uh, shoe and, and rub it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then like we had this thing,
1: it was almost like a, you know, like a public shaming thing because we had this thing <laughs> called the Blue Ribbon. It and if was! You were... Baby's first public shaming. Dude, it was, it was rough, man. And then like, okay, so if you acted <laughs> act up or whatever, you took down the Blue Ribbon and that meant you couldn't go
0: on the next field trip and you had to take down the Blue Ribbon in front of fucking everybody. The whole class. And then at the end, they had a fucking announcement at the end of every single day. It was so fucked up. And so like, appa- allegedly, apparently like the, the standing population of the school, Cool. It's like the worst thing that you could do to a kid. Psychologically probably, okay, shame You know a what? Child. I'm tired of this fucking millennial slander because we were the like te- we were like the guinea pigs for so much weird like punishment and like academic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, strategies that they were trying out, new ways of teaching, and it was, like, obviously didn't fucking work. It's, like, how I always see people being, like, uh, defending millennials, being, like, you call us the the participation trophy generation, but you were the ones that gave us the participation trophies. We didn't ask for that shit. Like, we weren't even allowed to play regular basketball, do you remember? Or, like, horse or any of the games where you, like, get points because it was, like, gonna upset people and they would have fights. That was not the kid's idea. An eight-year-old did not be, like, yeah, we need to have conflict resolution and we need to, you know... Have, we need to be a fight-free and respectful school. Like, no, no, no fucking eight-year-old came up with that. Yeah, Cause you know what? I'm, I'm even more mad. I, was, about it. I am righteously. Yes, yeah.
1: Well, okay. What was what was up with? Was it like every month or every week we had like a different thing that we had to show like perseverance or <gasps> the respect, character traits, which I think is yeah, so yeah. funny
0: because character traits are a huge thing in. um, uh, Bill Gothard, and Gothardism. Well, not that it's re- well, It might be related. I mean, fuck, dude. Every it's Christian mid-Missouri and dude. yeah, the Bible Belt and yeah. with purity culture. It might as well be. Like mm-hmm. I have, we have similar purity culture trauma to Speaking a lot of evangelicals. of evangelicals.
1: I remember one day I had to take down the blue ribbon, and I was devastated. And so I started crying and my teacher took me out into the hallway and I fucking lied to her cuz I was trying to talk my way out of it. I was like, "Please don't fucking make me take down the blue ribbon. It's it's the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to a human being." And uh so I was like, "I'm a good kid. I'm a Christian." <laughs> and she was like, "Well, that's 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 all well and good, but you st- were still an asshole." And uh She's probably like, you were
0: disrespectful at
1: recess. No, this, this bitch was probably just like, shut up. Just like, like what? You know, it, it, that excuse did not work. You know, what's crazy if you really think about it, man. That's what all the Christians do is just use that an excuse to do <laughs> fucked up shit, man. When well, I say all religion, is just like the people, man, they're just sheep. <laughs> they're just sheep, <laughs> man.
0: <coughs> Get good, dude. Do some DMT and really open your mind. D.C. police find five fetuses in the home of anti-abortion activists. Uh. Yeah, happened like yesterday. What? <laughs> here's the, here's the news we were gonna have. This cover.
1: happened yesterday?
0: Yeah. Okay. A federal magistrate judge alluded to news coverage that five fetuses were found in the home of Lauren Handy, but ordered she remain free with condition- can't imagine why- Monday until trial for conspiracy against rights and abortion clinic access obstruction. Handy was one of nine charged on March 30th with federal civil rights offenses for an October 2020 incident in which she and eight other activists against abortion rights allegedly barged into the clinic, blocked the doors. Okay. Handy made an appointment under a fake name. Um, Handy. I don't like that. That's her name. Handy hasn't been charged Handy in connection. Manny. Handy hasn't been charged in connection with the fetuses. Benedict said, there doesn't appear to be anything criminal in nature right now about that, except for how they got into this house. So we're continuing to look at that. So she stole them. She made, yeah.
1: Maybe she's trying to like, maybe it's some like crazy, like Bethel type shit. And she's trying to like resurrect the fetuses.
0: Or I wonder, yeah, there's really no reason besides like that or like photography, but also like, we already have those pictures.
1: Yeah, that's uh, fuck up. That kind of reminds um, me of the story of this like uh what is it An embalmer like a funeral guy who uh got caught he had like a bunch of corpses in his house um that were like rotting and stuff and anyway long story short he actually had like lead poisoning and was like going crazy so it's like he he didn't mean to do that but whatever um you want to talk about your neck tab oh it's my uh rabbit's name big wig And uh, I love him very much. He's my baby boy. And uh, if you ever get a neck tattoo, fucking buckle up because it (laughs) doesn't feel good. Uh, Would you like to talk more about your career? Oh, career. I am a tattoo artist. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, It's an honor to do. I feel pretty cool about it. How long have you been tattooing? Oh, (laughs) collectively I've been tattooing for about eight years. I I feel like uh, ten years. Well, pr- you know what? Honestly, I feel like I've been saying eight years for like three years now. Well, <laughs> you were eighteen. I was eighteen. Yeah, I like as soon as high school was over. I didn't graduate high school, and I wanted to do something in art. And uh, I didn't have money for art school, also because like art school is kind of like it's a. I'm not gonna spend it's money on off. it. Yeah, and uh, it's more of like a networking thing. Anyway, um, so I went directly to a tattoo shop. And uh got an apprenticeship and I worked there for four years, licensed, and then I had a fucking mental breakdown and I stopped tattooing for like two years maybe? Like one or two years. I don't and, remember, yeah. <laughs> and then like I had a friend hit me up and uh she was like, Hey, I know that you have like a bunch of tattoo equipment and know vaguely how to do tattoos I don't care if they look like shit, will you tattoo me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then that started my journey back into tattooing. And then I tattooed um, at my house for a little bit. And then just last year, I got my license again. I had to renew it. And uh, now I'm working at a very nice shop. And I love it. And I love the people that I work with. And I'm very excited about it. Big things coming up, man. Big things. It's a pretty big deal. Um, So we have... It's huge. It's a gigantic tattoo shop and it has a record store in there we got a cafe attached to it um and it's just filled with really cool non-scary or threatening tattoo artists which is very important to me
0: so That's what I feel. Um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, feminine presenting tattoo artists nowadays. I think that's like a new generation.
1: Femme, queer, like it's fucking awesome. Thank it's God, no longer
0: dude. just a boys game and fucking like shitty white dudes that only do. Uh, I want to say Ed Hardy. What? What is it based okay, off of Sailor so, Johnny
1: or whatever? Sailor Jerry. <laughs> so Ed Hardy and Sailor Jerry for the record are incredible. Like, okay. Uh, no no Ed, disrespect. It sucks because like Ed Hardy he did so much for tattooing. So he was an
0: actual artist. I thought he, he just made sure. He was an actual shirts. tattoo
1: artist. He was like a big fucking deal. He invested in a lot of other artists too um, and just like helped develop different styles and shit. He's He's a huge fucking deal and if any of you are interested in that actually do your research about him because he is not just some guy who made ugly
0: t-shirts <laughs> in like 2006 so See, that's that's misinformation i had well what i'm it's saying cool. is like for a lot of people um it's scary to go to tattoo shops or to get piercings or whatever super like me and you it's have gotten our bad. fucking ears pierced at claire's because we didn't want to deal with the weird guys at the shop and then we regretted because those piercings didn't heal <laughs> uh, I, I tried to pierce your nose too when trying to yeah, that's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's no piercers. There's a million tattoo artists. There's, yeah. Nobody's, Guys, nobody's, like, nobody wants to, to be, get out and pierce. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Everybody's it's, trying to
1: be a fucking tattoo artist. Like, please, for the love of God, learn piercing. Piercing is cool, too. It's it, like, come on. Please. We <laughs> I, want some things pierced. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know tattooing
0: is like the coolest thing ever, <laughs> but like, you know, piercing is cool, too. Gwen's done 99% of my tattoos. One I got- um, Good and (laughs) bad. One, a couple of them from like an apprentice you had at the last, last shop. Okay. Well, anyway, and then my, the tattoo of my cousin's initials when he died. For the most part, Gwen will do most of them. We did meet some cool tattoo people Mm -hmm. uh, at the Trixie and Katya show. Maybe we'll hang out with them.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, they they put out some real, real nice
0: work. But yeah, you're finally being able to get shit done, because that's the irony of being a tattoo artist, is that you can't... There's spots on yourself that you can't tattoo.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, now I actually work with artists who are good, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, I can imagine your last job, I'll give you a free tattoo. Mm-mm. No,
1: I literally, mm-hmm. the only... I'm just gonna... Mask off, dude. Like, the only tattoo that I got from the last shop that I worked at is this anxious tattoo because that's all I thought that he was capable of doing. (laughs)
0: You trusted. Yeah, Yeah. I was like,
1: "Like, I want a tattoo, and I want this, and I can't do it myself, so let's cross our fingers and fucking get it from that guy.
0: Well, if you are in the Missouri area, Do not hesitate to hit up Gwen for a tattoo. If you know, you know. Uh, it's relatively easy to find, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to dox us, but, uh, if you're in Missouri, Gwen will tat-tat you up, and she's very talented and very nice. Or if any tattoo artists are watching this right now and (laughs) want a guest artist at some point, um, hit me up, because I want to get the fuck out of Missouri for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's a cool (laughs) thing you get to do with your art, is you can do it anywhere. Yeah. Omegaverse, also known as... Alpha, Beta, Omega, ABO, is a subgenre of speculative erotic fiction and originally a subgenre of erotic slash fan fiction. I know you know what that is, Gwen. I can't remember. You don't remember what slash is? Is that Harry Potter? No, that's like guy on guy sex oh. fiction. Oh, it's apparently the same sex. Yeah, we um were. stories in the genre are pro- premised on societies wherein humans are divided into a dominance hierarchy of dominant alphas, neutral betas, and submissive omegas. This sounds like what men think. I know they isn't like that is. funny? Okay, so omegaverse fiction typically focuses on wolf or other canid like behavior in humans, especially as it pertains to sexual intercourse. This includes rutting and heat cycles- What does fer- that mean? What is that? It's like- I'm clicking on it. <laughs> the rut, uh, Latin meaning to roar, is the mating season of certain animals which includes r- r- ruminants such as deer, sheep, camels, goats, pronghorns, bison giraffes. Hi. Heat cycles, pheromonal attraction. <laughs> we every day we stray further from God's we light. We really do. Penises with knots, aka knotting, scent marking, breeding, and pack structures. Male omegas what are is- often advised to become pregnant. Wait, um, okay.
1: Okay, wait, what is that one quote from like, was it Steve Buscemi and Spy Kids? Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created?
0: Uh, some works introduce a caste system yeah. where alphas are depicted as the upper class elites while omegas are at the bottom tier and face discrimination. Omegaverse works are often frequently focused on male male couples, a subgenre of fan fiction known as slash fiction, though heterosexual Omegaverse works have been produced. People get really serious about it. Like I said, um, Lindsay Ellis got sued by an Omegaverse author. Are we gonna fucking get sued? Shit, I'll fight it. Bye for my right to, to talk about talk the Omegaverse. Talk about Verse. the fucking furry, It's a whatever. free country. They're not furries. I don't want anybody in the comments being like, I am a proud Omegaverse oh, man. Uh, writer. And what you've said about my content Look, guys, is very <laughs> um, <laughs> inflammatory. Yeah. Inflammatory like those pheromones. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, gross. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I thought it was funny because whenever guys talk about fucking alphas and shit, I'm like, you guys are projecting, you horny boys. Well, like, when a woman has an actual hobby, like, you ever seen that one where it's like, so they get out and they knit or or they do something. What? These men on, these men with these podcasts. Oh, cool. All you do is fucking lift, like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Shit your pants. They all have orthorexia. What does that mean? Type of eating disorder. Ortho. Like orthopedic. I think it means Bones. I don't have a good education either. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated, but like
1: I'm, we ain't go to school in a while. My school time. is not
0: what I would call good. I've
1: only been to high school and I didn't even
0: graduate. <laughs> yep, yeah, I did one year of college and then did too many triple C's and fucking
1: went out. across the country on a train to see a, bo- a boy.
0: Yeah, a boy, a white boy with dreads who was addicted to cough syrup.
1: Oh uh no. <laughs> yeah well i've also done horrible things so
0: <laughs> we are both sinners yeah um do you remember scarf juggling yes and cup stacking crisscross applesauce i'm so glad they said that one instead of the other phrase we used to say uh yeah man, okay. man society is racist scarf yes 100 scarf juggling
1: um what was the other thing cup, cup stacking, stacking.
0: Yo-yos. Do you remember that shit? Yes, I did. I remember getting a yo-yo and having to cut it because it, like, wouldn't go all the way down. It was like a whole thing. You have to cut your yo-yo to your height. That's what I learned from the yo-yo man.
1: I forgot about that. I I remember I uh, learned how to walk the dog. And that was it. I couldn't figure out anything else. What a bunch
0: of stupid shit. So fucking stupid, bro. How much money did those people make? They either got them for free or they were lied to. Somebody lied to them several
1: times. Something... (laughs) happened. Do Hoops you, for Heart. Do you remember, what is
0: that? Hoops for Heart, it was Jump Rope for Heart and shit. Oh my Hoops god. Hoops was the basketball one. Holy shit, I forgot about all of that. Could you know that TikTok audio where it's like, this one's for all my baby girls. I see your comments ladies and they make me smile. I'm lurking and I'm stalking when you least expect it. Um, if you didn't know, um, James proposed to me. That was great. Um, yeah. Um, Gwen was there. Uh, she had to help. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, let me let me tell my side of the story here.
1: So, James hit me up, like, a few months ago, <laughs> um, trying to, like, get me to, like, figure out a way to propose to Jennifer. And, uh, anyway, fast forward. We kind of, like, hastily put this together, and it didn't really go perfectly. Um, so, I took Jennifer out to like Ulta, you know, to like do makeup shit. James was setting up everything and then, so we went to Ulta
0: and we were just like, yeah, let's just go, go. <laughs> James told me later, cause so Gwen was doing her laundry at our house and he said he had to take your clothes out to wash the shirt that he wanted to yeah. wear when he was gonna fucking do it. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, oh James, can you take us to Ulta? That's <laughs> what oh, it was. bitch, yeah, this bitch.
1: James wanted me to record him uh Proposing to Jennifer, and so I had to. <laughs> okay,
0: Where we did I... not. We purposefully did not do drugs before this. I'm like, we're just like this. We're just like this. Well, many years of drug use. We're have, have <laughs> just perma-fried. Oh, 100 uh,
1: percent, dude. 100 fucking percent. Anyways, You're don't let me get into that shit. So we get back home, and uh, James, like, very hastily, is like, get your phone out, like, like, record this. Um and uh James was like Hey I, I got my new keyboard <laughs> <or Yeah. whatever. laughs> I got my new keyboard like you should check this out or whatever. And um so I like follow them in, I record him proposing to Jennifer and it was very, very cute. Um, <laughs> and then they started hugging and crying and I was like, I wanna So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. Um, and so like I waited Okay, keep in mind I am also doing my laundry at Jennifer's house. <laughs> this is how it all went down for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, what's your story? <laughs> um, I'm doing laundry at Jennifer's house. So I'm, like, waiting for them to come out. They're going to have a nice moment, whatever. Like, cool. And so, like, I see that the dryer is still going. And so I'm, like, waiting. And then finally they come out. And I'm, like, you know, like, oh, congratulations. I, uh... We got about 25 minutes on the dryer still. (laughs) So we're just like sitting around.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think we smoked or something. Something. I got on my phone. Something, somebody asked me a question. It was you or him, and I was like, oh, I'd say yes to anything today. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. Because I was so happy, but it made it sound like I... It was very cute.
1: I am very happy that Jennifer has James. I think James is a fucking godsend, honestly, so. Yeah,
0: he may or may not- the place that we're looking at, um, we wanna elope, and I think they have live streaming. Not that I would live stream the wedding. Do the drone. Do the fucking Duggar style, dude. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but I I'd like to give the patrons, like, a video or something. Give them something special. Yeah, yeah, you know. Speaking of, we're gonna start a Patreon for this podcast. And I want to let you guys know that it's, the money's going go to go to Gwen, pretty much, um, because I get paid uh, enough from Funny Fridays. And but then Friday. also, like, the maybe just the set. <laughs> yeah, know? eventually the money know. could be, if we get enough money, we could pay for an actual retail space or, you know, whatever. I'd love to yeah. I'd love to go and have our own shop someday. Dude, yeah, Shit, if, we, you know?
1: if we, like, got some, yeah, like, podcast space mixed in with, like, my own private tattoo studio,
0: it would be fucking dope mm-hmm. that's the dream you need like three rooms a yeah. bathroom a tattoo space and then the room that we record in yeah
1: and then an extra random sink somewhere because that's yeah you have sinks for legal reasons.
0: reasons yeah
1: but that's anyway. our dream and you can make it possible if you mm-hmm. just send us money <laughs> yeah uh
0: would you call me yesterday jeneth copeland yeah,
1: <laughs> Jenna Copeland.
0: Send me your money now. Tithing or whatever. Yeah, tithing. Ten still- yeah. percent. Um, I figured that 5%. this podcast is uh, gonna be our most, our most, most hardcore fans.
1: It's gonna be a, a fun time, Letty. I'm so sorry.
0: Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> 19 years we've known
1: each other. Yeah, a full grown ass adult.
0: Who can drive. Yeah, Gwen had- Which is my little brother, I'm an actually. only child, yeah, and then you had a brother born the year we met, so then I always remember I his have age. four brothers, and two sisters? Don't
1: look at me! <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of- we're- like, none of they us are together. close, and yeah, there's just- there's just a lot of them. I love- lo- love you, Love all of you. There's not really a relationship there. <laughs> anyway! Um, oh, the silver
0: play button! That's another thing I need to talk about. Oh! Finally! Uh... So, your YouTube does not care about its creators, <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, they were supposed to send you a notification if you get 100,000, and then you follow this notification, it has a code, you enter the code in the website, you get your plaque. I never received my notification when I hit 100,000, and I thought it was my fault, I was like, oh, did I- god damn. She's having a good tough time right now. <laughs> Did I uh like have a copyright strike? Did I do something wrong? And then it was ah!
1: <laughs> Is Jennifer hiccuping ASMR? <laughs> it was It was
0: Abby Shapiro. Uh <laughs> I keep this... What are you What is it, boy? <laughs> <laughs> Please! <laughs> Let me see if I can like force it out. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did it work? Maybe I had all Spooky. Alright. Anyway, <laughs> Abby Shapiro got her fucking play button.
1: Her kids were fake! <laughs> Guys <laughs> I am so upset about that. That famous photo I'll put it on the screen right now. I have now. been trying to tell people. This is Photoshop! <laughs> It is photoshopped! It was fake! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! You
0: know that one? No. Damn it! TikTok!
1: I knew it was fake! I knew it! I knew it! We so tried weird. to record this yesterday, but my <laughs> friend came over to get a tattoo and it took a very long time. This is the third time <laughs> trying to record this.
0: Gwen's well, mom got married and that forced Gwen to move. Now let's talk about this wedding. Okay, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. I guess all you need to know really, When was a child and did not pick anything That had yeah, to do with
1: this I wedding was, I promise I, I I did not have consent No um, Yeah I think I was like fuck How old was I like 15? 12 Really? You moved in 6th uh, grade Yeah, I was, I don't know, 12 to 15, I
0: feel like, whatever. What were you going to say? No, mom, I don't want to wear a fucking... uh, Kimono. Kimono, yeah.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) so their fucking wedding was Asian-themed, just uh, (laughs) in general, I guess. And, like, she made everybody wear (laughs) bastardized versions of kimonos, and there was, like, a shitty bamboo-themed cake. Yeah, and they had bamboo as, like, the gifts. Little, you thing. got little bamboos for gifts and little fortune cookies. My family has a history of desperately wanting to not be white. and um, But also being
0: racist. That's, like, the dichotomy but, of, like, white supremacy. Right.
1: It's it's like how any, you know, ask any white person and they're gonna tell you, Oh, well, <laughs> I'm actually per Cherokee. So it's like, which... Your grandma? Oh, I, okay. <laughs> you know what? Maybe for that's... the record, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> For the record, I love my grandma. Love you, Gram, Gram. But goddamn, we're white, okay? She like
0: like because like We're like fully, Irish white dude. fully trying to be a Native American.
1: Like so, yeah. Long story short, <laughs> my grandma thinks she's Native American and um, lives on the res, And my, my my aunt is mixed, so she actually you know has a reason to be has there. a reason to be there. My grandma, on the other hand, is just kind of vibing.
0: She's Mark. I guess. She's Mark. <laughs> she is Mark. And that's just very And your grandpa and... was a part of the Jesus Freaks or whatever? Jesus People USA? Yeah, I need to do an episode about them. Yeah, my grandma
1: sure. and grandpa, when they were together, they yeah were fucking weird hippie Jesus hippies. Yeah, so I don't
0: have any religious trauma. But also horrible parents, so... But, um, well, that goes to... That's a lineage of that. I I don't have any religious trauma, but you have a... I have slight religious trauma, yeah. uh, One
1: of these days, um, we could get uh, my friend Anthony or Jesse on here, and they, like, dealt with that, you know, kind of, like, as young adults. So it's more fresh for them, uh, a lot more involved. For me, my dad was Christian, and the whole entire side of... My dad's family was Catholic. He was like the odd one out. Um, so I got Christian and Catholicism shoved down my throat when I was a kid, <laughs> but then my mom was com- completely secular. My mom and dad were separated, so I would, you know, go over to his house like every summer. Anyway, and when I did, he, you know, um, made me read like the children's Bible and constantly threatened me about how I was gonna go to hell, like, if I lie, I'm gonna fucking burn in hell with Satan and, um, uh, you know, (laughs) would like, uh, do- He he didn't-
0: He did not spare the rod. He did not spare the
1: rod. Yeah. he Loved hitting me. Um, (laughs) so, in the name of Jesus. So yeah, I have stuff like that, but then, like, I found the internet when I was, like, 13, probably, and then I found Richard Dawkins. Oh! So I turned into a full-on atheist neckbeard and um, got super fucking angry, you know, listen to Bill Maher and shit. I was like a classic neckbeard.
0: I'm really glad that there are-
1: And now I'm like, whatever, Um, organized religion is fucked up and it doesn't need to be in our politics and uh, churches need to pay taxes. But if you want to comfort yourself about the feeling of death, I totally understand that. And if you need spirituality to do that, then fuck yeah, dude.
0: I don't know about this new generation because now they have like proper deconstruction spaces and ex-mangelicals and all that stuff but like um yeah I think people our age um that rite of passage that that atheist neckbeard thing is like something that we all go through Mm -hmm. um I I I was just atheist from the get-go but even I went through all that shit and all those mm-hmm. fucking, those shitty deckbeard atheists, like fucking Mr. Atheist who tried to steal the fucking Fundy Friday's name. Well, I'm, take I'm, advantage I'm, of I'm like your anger. I'm breaking my silence right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> and like all those other like Sargon of Akkad and all those fucking other assholes. Like, Isn't Sar- didn't Sargon like... He tried to come for fucking Comenticate. Did you see that the longest video? Oh, recently? It's so
1: funny. Oh, never yeah. mind. Honestly, guys, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Fuck it, He was, oh
0: yeah, he tried to run for fucking Parliament and obviously nobody liked him. He's British, if you didn't know. Okay. Um, yeah, Honestly, he, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is he Pearl was a woman? huge um, person during GamerGate, and I know that yeah, he hates feminism and all that stuff. <gasps> Just found out that Kate Bush actually isn't a
1: Tory for the longest time. Uh, that was like a weird meme that was going around, and uh, she's
0: actually not, which is great because she is amazing. He said because he was running against this lady who's Jess Phillips and she said that she got a lot of rape threats and um he said I wouldn't even rape you hashtag anti rape threats, hashtag feminism is cancer. Internet comment etiquette with Eric, one of my biggest um uh like Comedy inspirations. Big money. Big money. Salvia. Um, he's friends with Ethan and Ella, so it's like kind of funny that they're. on. Mm. sometimes they like cross over. And it's all. I used to be super into H three with Gwen back in like 2015 Two, 2014. We're oh, like six? the OGs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. When it was just short little um, like comedy pure vanilla edits and shit. Yeah. Aerate it. Warm
1: it up. Driving up that top note. That cream
0: pure vanilla yeah um and then you kept going and and i kind of branched off but i i follow um i <laughs> always Eric. watching ethan always watching <laughs> i'm stopping and watching <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so it was funny when they collab because i'll be like oh i haven't i haven't watched in three years how how's, how's ethan doing you're like well i can tell you what's happened
1: in the last he, dude he actually um he just posted on his insta story that he was in the hospital because he's super sick god damn and he just had a kid
0: yeah, this so, is fucked up. Anyway. Um, anyway, so internet atheists, there's a lot of them. I wouldn't trust any of them that aren't me, to be quite frank. Um, because yeah. a lot of these um, internet atheists, when they come from a evangelical background, forget about it. You just did what now? I smelled it. What did <laughs> it smell? Um, how I figured it would smell. Plastic. <laughs> um, Metal they haven't deconstructed like racism and misogyny so I wouldn't even fucking bother listening to them they're not worth it. It's just like Bill Maher he's a fucking Islamophobe Whoa. and all yeah, the other Bill folks. Bill Maher is a so but that's all we had, had back things. then yeah oh well, yeah no Ricky, Ricky Gervais yeah. oh my god dude we're the new fucking face of this shit I think and it's just like A lot of people come to me for deconstruction content and, like, James is always trying to tell me, like, what you're doing is important and it's very helpful. It is. It's
1: activism, honestly.
0: But I, I- maybe it's imposter syndrome or maybe I don't understand what I'm doing. I always struggle with being, like, what have I done that's so important? It is imposter syndrome. Um,
1: I fucking experience it. I feel like any creative person experiences that because- if you are always getting praise and you're already, you already struggle with, like, self-confidence just t- in your core, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you're, you're gonna have moments where you're just like, I'm a fucking phony. Like, I'm just fucking doing this for Yeah, you know, I feel like whatever. a big it's phony. Like, it's not that's not true. <laughs> no, the fact of the matter is, like, you are, in my opinion, you are doing a form of activism because you are informing people of all of these different fucking fucked up people. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that some of this stuff is happening as we speak. Like, and and these people are deeply intertwined with our- with America's political system, with our laws. Like, mm-hmm. this shit's really important just on that end. And if people can watch your videos and, like, get inspired to,
0: yeah, just be like, oh, I am in a fucked up situation. Thank you for uplifting me there. I just... Well, the reason why I say that is because I feel like... Maybe it's through comedy or, like, just reassuring people that what they went through is crazy and that they're not, like... Yeah. Because I think that's all I can do because I don't have... Like, I I never went to church. I can't be like... I remember this sermon really fucked me up because I don't remember any sermons. But I feel like... Yeah, I guess... I appreciate when people, uh, thank me for helping them through their deconstruction, even though I personally don't know how I did it, but I'm glad that I helped you. But I'm saying, like, uh... I mean, I I feel like, you know, maybe, like, some of you, like, don't... Don't put it all on
1: Jennifer, because, like, she... (laughs) She is, like, very well informed, but, like, she doesn't know the experience, and so if you can find somebody who you can, like, relate to on that level, I think that's super important to talk that out with somebody who, like, has experienced that. But... Jennifer, I mean, you know, also watch her shit because it just informs
0: you of, like, crazy shit, so. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Don't let me be your only resource for when you're deconstructing. Use other people, too, but I'm here to make you laugh. Yeah. (laughs) This is, like, a recent thing, and not to toot my own horn, but a lot of the a lot of the um new deconstruction and ex-evangelical and ex-fundy uh, why, is he, why is evangelical so hard to fucking say why did well, i was saying it wrong name? for like the first year of my channel evangelical i was, evangelical, saying, evan- I was saying um i was saying evangelism instead of evangelicalism oh god it's so long <laughs> and prosel- proselytize instead of proselytize Pro- what is it it's actually proselytize proselytize there's no t Prostit, I know. I know. I want to say it. Um, (laughs) Prostitutes, but a lot, a lot of these new channels that you're seeing that are ex-funny, ex-evangelical, they were inspired by me, and um, I'm happy to make all sorts of friends and talk to all of you. But check out those channels too, in addition Mm -hmm. to mine, because I can only say so much. But also, this is the OG bitch, okay? Don't
1: fucking forget that. I am the OG bitch,
0: (laughs) and I want to let you know that Bailey Sarian said congrats on my engagement too. So (laughs) Bailey Sarian, I will give you the full credit for starting this channel. I
1: literally, okay, I'm not gonna, like, whatever, but I, like, literally, I was watching Bailey Sarian. I was obsessed with Bailey Sarian. This is, all right. We were living together at the time. We were living together at the time. We were working at the nursing home, and I remember having the conversation with you because you would, like, update me on free ginger stuff mm-hmm. constantly, and I I had been watching, like, Bailey Sarian, and I was like, dude, you should fucking, like, you need to, like, tell people about this because, like, this is extremely mm-hmm. fucked up. Also, so much lore and just, like, yeah. you need- Yeah, there's this already year, community out there, like, fucking-
0: Yeah, and it's Anyway, really, Billy
1: Sarian, please, I love you very much, <laughs> uh, you know, if, uh, just, please, spit in my mouth. <laughs> I <laughs> will give you a free tattoo! <laughs> Ooh, my teeth, my two-thirds. That's that
0: Min-Missouri mouth for you. m m m m m m m m m m m m m Mmm, wait, can't get that close. What are your favorite M&M's? What are my favorite M&M's? Mine are the peanut butter ones. Those are my favorite too. Fuck yeah, those are good.
1: I had one that was like popcorn flavored and it it tasted like
0: the inside of like a break time or something. I want to talk about something that I keep saying on TikTok and I want to know if it's true because it was certainly true in my family. Okay. Um, Did you have a dual popcorn and vomit bucket? Yes. (laughs) Mine at our house specifically was like the novelty popcorn bucket you'd get at the movie theater. So like, oh, to, so I like threw up in the Toy Story bucket. We actually, we used um, ice cream, old like ice cream tubs. Do you remember that? Yeah. The, the giant. God, getting that amount of ice cream. Well, do you get that amount? Well, you know, both of our families were obese. <laughs> so. Were?
1: And for <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. So this time uh, in the podcast, since this is the very first one. Um, we don't have any questions to answer, but next time we would like to answer questions and eventually once we get enough followers We might even do some sort of live chat or something. I would love to be able to like actually hang out with you guys um, In some sort of way, but this is the first one So I will give you guys the floor here to please ask us any questions leave suggestions um, So basically this podcast we're going to be telling a little bit of the story of our friendship plus current events and maybe do like an activity or a reaction or like a question segment um, in each podcast. Maybe be 45 minutes to an hour and we're gonna have a video version and one for audio. Normally this would be the time where we'd answer these questions or chat with you all, but you know. So yeah, go ahead and ask us anything, it does not have to be on topic whatsoever. If anything you want, it can be about fundies, it can be about us, it can be about school, it can be just like a general like philosophical question. Give us suggestions, like nothing's really uh, off topic that we won't cover. Um, just, yeah, open-ended I questions. Mean, shit. I mean, if it's... We'll, we'll censor it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely ask us any questions you want. Uh, pets. Food. I don't know. What what are normal people talk about? Movies. What uh, do you want to know? God. Just ask us. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to hear us talk about, uh, the same news cycle shit you've seen yeah, cycle what you, over and well, over that's again. Well,
1: that's another thing. Like, what do you want to see? Let us know. Let us know down in the comments. Uh... <laughs> But like seriously, yeah, like, you know, we're we're here to please you,
0: <laughs> basically. Um, um, I don't know how often uh, these will come out. Maybe once or twice a month. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. We'll. We we'll, just. What very, are you guys? Too much pressure we're already. Calm down. Very chaotic people. So, are you guys always asking shit of us. I guess we're gonna end on that. note. <laughs> I guess we're gonna end on that note. Um, next time I think I will bring some smelly cat artifacts. What do you think? Yeah, we should. All right. So next, potentially next time, we will talk about our radio program we had. It was called Dylan and Natalie Radio, which um, I'm not going to tell you where that's from. If you know where that's from, then you certainly it's uh, very weird. You certainly belong listening to this podcast if you yeah. know what that's a reference to. Yeah. But we'll tell you next time. It's very niche, though. <laughs> like, if you don't
1: get it, it's fine.
0: <laughs> Would like to react to some stuff, maybe. I don't know. Yeah,
1: Just tell us what you want. Just- Fucking tell
0: us what you and want, and we are not above copying off of other people. So go ahead, and we'll we'll just do a shot-for-shot shot remake of the of the Brittany Broski series we'll Show like podcast. Verbatim, like
1: yeah, like write their script out. You already
0: know who's gonna be who, so it's not even that hard. Yeah, feel free to tag them in the comments. I'm not entirely sure who who I relate to more. I mean, like
1: Sarah, in probably, some ways, but like Brittany just encompasses this.
0: She's just she's Gwenifer. Yeah, so the concept of Gwenevere. Before we go, that's me and Gwen mush together, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it, it's, a, it's it's, it's if, a, if we had a child. It's our fusion. Yeah, it's our Steven, fusion. Steven Universe. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love you. Please leave down in the comments something. Love you. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, subscribe to the Patreon whenever we put it up. I don't know if it'll be up by now. I don't we'll know. What, I don't up. even know
1: what day this We're is coming out. Step at a time. Yes. I don't even know where I am. I don't know what's going on. Bye. Bye.